Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. Instead of doing an interview, we're going to be doing something focusing on someone, but really someone of history. We can't interview them because they're not around anymore. But we're going to focus on one life and see what we can learn from it. His name is George Patton. You may have heard of him. He's famous for what he did in World War II, probably one of our best generals ever. How he commanded men and what he did are the stuff of legends. So today we're going to take some time to see what George Patton has to say to us as men. Let's get started. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. I'm so glad you joined me here at the Confident Man Podcast. We are growing, we are seeing more people jump on board, and I appreciate that. That's because many of you are sharing the podcast and getting it out there because our passion is to help men live their adventure. We want to see men be better. And that's what we do every week at the Confident Man Podcast. This month's going to be a little different for us. Instead of an interview with someone, um, we can't really do that because this person isn't here anymore. We're going to be talking to someone, well, actually about someone and their life. Now, you're going to have to forgive me a little bit because I may fanboy a little too much during this episode because we're talking about one of my favorite generals of history, George S. Patton. He's one of the greatest generals of World War II and really history in my opinion. I have about 12 books of his here at my house. His understanding of war was unparalleled. Now, Patton was a warrior general. He was not political and that gave him some problems during peacetime. He didn't do so well with peacetime because he was a warrior. He didn't handle all the niceties and things like that. He would try, but oftentimes he would do a very bad job of it. And who wasn't perfect? There were some character issues he had in his life, some things he could have done better. But when it came to being a warrior, when it came to being a general and leading his troops, he was locked in. And we can learn a lot from George Patton. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about his approach to war and how that affects us as men and our approach to life. Because the truth is, life is a war. Now, if you come from a faith background, you know the Bible talks about spiritual warfare. But even if you don't come from a faith background, you realize that life is a battle. And as men, we're in a war. Every day is a war. Now, it doesn't mean you're throwing hand grenades at people, although you may feel like shooting off a, a, you know, a rocket launcher while you're driving. What I'm talking about is just the everyday showing up and being there as a man. It's tough. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at this and focus our life in living a warfare attitude, learning from George Patton. General Patton taught us that action starts in our mind, that men are lost without action, and that action means being the example. The first thing Patton taught us was that action starts in our mind. Now, George Patton was all about action. He was a man of action. If you read about his life, 
He was always doing something. He was probably ADHD before they knew what that was. He was always busy doing something. In fact, during peacetime, he competed in the Olympics just to do something, to keep active. Patton was all about action. But he also knew that action starts in your mind. One of his famous statements shows this. He said, you are not beaten until you admit it. Think about that. He's saying that as long as you keep fighting, you're not beaten. It may look terrible, but you're not beaten until you admit it. He understood that being beaten was really more of a mindset than what was happening on the field. And if you want to be a man of action, you have to understand that it all starts in your mind. How you think and what you think, they drive your action. You see, a man's motivation is really what drives his action. What motivates you as a man? We all have different motivations. And the thing is for us as men is if we're motivated by selfishness or glory, our actions are going to show it. We see it throughout history. Men who achieve great things only to self-sabotage because of their mental focus. Everything became all about them and what they wanted and what they thought. They felt that the world revolved around them and they kind of treated everyone accordingly. You may know someone like that. You may work for someone like that. (laughs) You may be someone like that. We just have a tendency to do that. And you can look throughout history at men who, who maybe achieved great things, but they were alone because they had cut off everyone else. They were afraid of everyone else. Throughout history, you see that where, where kings ascend to a throne and they kill all their relatives so no one else tries to become a king. Not quite a great way to do it. But what happened was in their mind, they thought it was all about them. And I think a lot of guys out there live that way. We live thinking it's all about us. The world revolves around us. And so our actions are going to show it. A lot of other men live with what I call a negative motivation. They always think the worst case scenario and it comes out in their actions. It could be a beautiful sunny day and you're going to go out and play golf or something. And they're like, yeah, it'll probably rain later today. It'll probably have lightning and we'll have to cut the round short. You know, they expect negative things. And then when negative things happen or bad things happen, there's this sense of justification they get from it. They feel proud. I called it. I knew that this wouldn't happen or that wouldn't happen. Oh, I knew the economy was going to crash. I told you. Yeah, they told you for the last 10 years. And when it finally did, they felt justified. You know, it's hard for people with a negative mindset to enjoy life. And they're tough to be around at times. Maybe you're that way. Maybe you kind of tend to go negative on everything. Well, you got to understand that that's going to affect how you act, what you do, how people either do or don't want to be around you. And you may feel that. You may be like, why don't people want to be around me that much? Well, if you're negative all the time, if you're always having to point out the negative, if you're always the person to point the bad side, nobody wants to be around you. It's depressing. And action starts in our mind. And that's why purpose is so important for us as men. If you're motivated by a purpose that's greater than yourself, your action's going to show it. Men who live with a purpose are men who want to, to move somewhere and go somewhere and other men want to follow them. You see, the men of purpose are the men who change history and affect destiny. And what they're doing is they're acting out the purpose that's in their mind. 
See, a lot of us as men, the problem is not that we're not busy. We're busy doing stuff. We're just not really doing the stuff in the right way because we don't really have a purpose. And a lot of guys think everything's about luck. You know, well, that's just, that guy's lucky. Luck happened. And, you know, there are situations like that. But it isn't luck when a lot of times your mind is ready for stuff. People who take advantage of situations or see opportunities are people who are already thinking one way and they just start moving that way. You see, your action will always follow your mind. And when you allow your mind to go, where you allow your mind to go, your actions are going to follow. When Patton said you're not beaten until you admit it, what he's saying is that we have to quit admitting defeat and allowing our mind to sabotage our actions. Patton understood this and he worked to change the mindset of the men who worked under him. He often took over new commands in really strong outlandish ways because he wanted to show everybody from the beginning, hey, it's a new mindset. And he worked to change that mindset. I remember reading one time, he took over a command, and this was during peacetime, and, and everybody was kind of slack, but everybody knew about Patton's reputation. So he took over a command, he came in, the sirens were blowing, everything was, was happening, and everybody knew the, new, the new sheriffs in town, basically. And when he got out of the Jeep, he looked over his soldiers, and it wasn't all the soldiers, it was mainly his officers, and he looked them over and he told them, he said that we're going to go on a five-mile full-pack hike in one hour. But anybody who wants to transfer to another regiment, he'll sign their papers. And so what happened was a bunch of guys were like, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. And they got transfer papers, and he signed them and let them go. The ones who didn't showed up. But the problem was none of them had full packs because this is during peacetime. They didn't have that much stuff. So a lot of them only had just a part of a pack or a little bit of one. And, and Patton looked at them all and said, well, if we don't have full packs, we can't go on a proper hike. So let's go eat. So his point was not actually to do the hike. His point was to test his men who was willing to do whatever he said. And those are the ones he wanted in his command because he knew their actions will follow their mindset. And that's something you want to think about. Maybe your actions are hurting you because your mindset is in the wrong direction. All right, the second thing that Patton taught us is that men are lost without action. You see, war is the only place where a man lives. That's what Patton said. War is the only place where a man lives. Now, he doesn't mean we all have to be in war all the time. What he means is we need action as men. Men need action. They need something happening. Life is an action sport. But too many men think action is only the things that get your adrenaline going. It's jumping out of airplanes or, or doing crazy stuff like that. And that's really a false sense of what action is. Action for us is the everyday focus of your life. You see, real action is giving your best during the grind. And sometimes life is just a grind. Sometimes things are hard, stuff's going on, things you didn't ask for or want, but it's happening. You know, you lost a job, or you had this financial setback, 
or this is going on, or there's a sickness in your family or whatever. That's the grind. But that's really where you step up as a man and act out who and what you are. Patton understood this, and he sought to help his men understand this and walk in it. You see, real war is a mixture of intense moments of fear and pumping adrenaline, and then complete tedious boredom. You see, we don't realize that today because we watch a movie about war. And when you watch a movie, they're, they're putting a whole timeline into two hours. So they cut a lot out. But if you read books on history about war, there's a lot of men just sitting around waiting to do the next thing. So they're bored. It's not very exciting. And those are the times that their battles are actually won. Because it's in those small moments, those little details that they take care of, that's how they win. And Patton wanted his men focused on the small details of action before the battle. You see, men, we need action. We need to be doing something. That's why Patton was so focused on his men's appearance. You see, he knew if a man dresses sharp, he'll take care of the other details. So if a guy looks sharp, that means he took care of all those details. We see it today. The Navy SEALs, one of the first things they teach uh, the new cadets is to make their beds. Because it's one of the most important things they did every day is they got up and they made their beds. Something was done. They took care of the little detail. And it really is the small actions in our life that make the most difference as men. You want to be in relationships. You want to have a good connection with your wife or kids. That doesn't happen without the small details. You know, if you only took your wife out once a year and gave her flowers and told her how much you loved her, that really wouldn't go very far. But if you do something daily, weekly, monthly, and you put all of that together, you're going to have a greater relationship with your wife. The same is with your kids. If you only connect with them during vacation, that's a problem. You want to connect with them daily, weekly, monthly. You want to keep it going with them. You see, it's that little action where really the success happens. In your job, it's the same thing. You may meet a quota and a deadline, and those are great. But if you can't get the everyday stuff done on your schedule, if you don't follow through, if you don't take care of the little details, you won't have that job long. You say, well, I brought this in. I did that. Yeah, but if no one else can work with you and no one gets along with you, you're not going to be there long. And Patton was very focused on the small stuff. He focused on the little details. And I think as men, that's what we have to do is start learning how to take action in the little areas. Like one of the things George Patton did was he wanted to make sure his soldiers got good food. He really focused on getting them the best food possible because he understood that you can't fight on an empty stomach. And he also, it was, it's weird, but he was so focused on clean socks. And you think, what? Clean socks? Wouldn't he want bullets and guns and gasoline for his tanks and all that? Yes, he did. He wanted all of that. But he understood something about soldiers. You can't walk if your feet are hurting. You see, if you can't walk, you can't fight. And he would go around to his soldiers and preach about them getting down and washing their own feet. You know why? Because a lot of them just didn't take the time to do it. They felt like, what's the big deal? My feet are just going to get dirty again. And they would get things like trench foot and other things, and they couldn't fight because they couldn't walk. So he wanted to make sure they had fresh socks, and he talked to them about cleaning their feet. 
You see, in our life, the little daily things are the key of action. It's the little actions you take every day. That's how you win. Talk to a friend who's lost a bunch of weight or done things. Usually it's going to be the little daily things he started doing. He started cutting down here. He started exercising there. He started doing this and that. You see, it's the everyday routine stuff that wins the battles in our life. And that's where we want to take action. That's where you want to start winning those victories in the little things. Sometimes as men, we think it's all about the big things. But really, it's the little things. When you take action in those, you'll see some amazing things happen. I knew a guy who wanted to exercise in the morning. So what he started doing was setting out his exercise clothes the night before. He just set them on the counter the, the, his, or in his bathroom. So when he got up the next morning, they would be right there and he couldn't make an excuse. One of the things I started doing is I wanted to start drinking more water when I first get up. So before I go to bed at night, I have a bottle of water sitting on the counter where I go each morning. And the first thing I do is down it. I drink the whole thing because I want to get that water in. I want to stop the dehydration. I want to start kind of making myself feel better. And that's a great way to do it. But a lot of times if I don't set the water out, it, it's hard for me to just do it because in the morning you're not thinking clearly, you just woke up. And that's what you want to do is find those little things you can do and they'll help you take the action in the big things. The third area Pat teaches us is that action means being the example. One of Patton's quotes says this, officers must assert themselves by example and by voice. And as men, we need to be an example. But what that means is we need other people looking up to us. You see, every man should live as an example to another man. A lot of times it's to younger men. We're showing them how to live, how to do stuff. And I think that's so important for us because if you don't have anyone looking up to you, I think you're missing a big element in your life. For a lot of guys, sometimes the only motivation that keeps them from doing something dumb is that other people are watching them and that they'll know they'll look bad to that person. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's designed that we have others looking at us. It helps us to want to live a better life. You see, when others are looking at you, you got to perform. And I think we need that as men. We need to put ourselves in that place of being an example to someone else. It could, be, it could be someone like your children. It could be your wife. It could be a family member. It could be people at work, people you work out with. A lot of times people exercise together because they need that accountability. They need that other person at the gym who they know they're going to be there. So I got to show up. So guess what they do? They show up, especially on the days they don't feel like it. And what we have to do as men is have that example because that pushes us to walk and talk the same message. You've heard the saying to practice what you preach. Well, Patton did that. One of the things Patton did was he made sure that he was dressed sharp because he was asking his men to dress sharp. He was asking them to raise up to a higher standard. So what did he have to do? He had to go to a standard higher than theirs. You see, if no one's following you, you don't have to do that. And you really kind of develop a who cares mentality. And we see that with men today. See, a lot of men who were just on their own, 
maybe they, they don't have their kids with them or they don't really engage with their children. They're just kind of there. And, and what do they do? They become big kids. Why is that? It's because no one's really looking up to them. They're not putting themselves in a place where they have to take responsibility for their actions. And I think that's dangerous for us as men because life gets hard and life gets tiring. And it's real easy sometimes to get those thoughts that, you know, I'm done. I'm just going to get out of here. I'm going to go live and, and, you know, I'm going to get a a shack in the beach in the Caribbean and just run away from everything. We've all had those thoughts, but a lot of times because other people are looking up to us, we think I can't do that. You see, and what we have to do as men is learn that if I'm an example to someone else, I have to learn how to keep doing things. Maybe when I don't feel like it, or I have to learn how to live healthier so I can be there for them. You see, how you live as a man is an example to others in your life. And when you live a healthy life, and I mean healthy in all ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, mentally, when you're working in all of those areas, you're being an example to others of how to live, how to take care of yourself. And when you're living in front of others, how you live, it makes a difference. That doesn't mean you have to be perfect. No man is perfect, and we shouldn't expect perfection. Every man has battles, and some will win, some will lose, but the key is that we don't give up, and we keep fighting. And that's what we do as we live in front of others. We're that example. Our children, our coworkers, our friends, they see us sometimes get knocked down, sometimes do stupid stuff, but they see us get back up and keep going. You see, when people are watching you, you want to perform better. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's designed that way because sometimes as men, we need that. We need that person to look to us because then we know I've got to step up. And action, if you want to be a man of action, it means you've got to be the example. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that as we talked about George Patton and just about the way he lived life, how he focused to war. And over the next month, we're going to be talking about some different aspects of that and how it affects our life. But today, I just want to close out and remind you the things that he does teach us in how to live our life. That action starts in our mind. You want to be a man of action, but it starts in you thinking as a man of action. And the second thing is that men are lost without action. You need action. You need to be doing something. You need to be moving. And the third thing is that action means being the example. Who are you the example to? And if you're not an example to anybody, maybe some things need to change because you won't develop the way you should as a man unless you have someone watching you. Now, next week, we're going to be focusing on one specific area. We're going to see what Patton can teach us specifically about the mental war. So don't miss it. We'll see you then. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.